Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. Still to come this hour, Christy Andrews, my Mishpucha in studio. Always good to uh, hang out with Christy for a little while. Mark Borchard joining us momentarily, talk baseball. And, uh, Worst and best, excuse me, best and worst. Let's start with the positive. Best and worst records in the NFL this coming season. You can bet on that. We have thoughts coming up momentarily. Kelly, you got a lot of thoughts for worst, right? The worst market's always more fun. It's always Come more on, fun. It's always way more totally fun. more fun. Because <laughs> the, the possibilities of the downside are always much more, not only fun to talk about, but you can see things collapsing much more, much more, much more, more easily than you can still th- see things coalescing right, yeah. for teams, for sure. So we'll get into that momentarily. Um, by the way, I really appreciate all the feedback from yesterday's show, my sort of theory about dirty data and stuff. People really seem to resonate with a bunch of people. Uh, so people sort of uh, chiming in on that still appreciate the uh, feedback on that. And we'll see. Hey, Drew had an interesting had an interesting thought on it in terms of a betting number. You know, that's always an interesting discussion, right? It's never had, you know, 153 to nothing leads in the history of the NBA playoffs. No team has ever come back to win a best of seven series, as, as everyone knows. So on this 151th time, 151th, by the way. <laughs> I like that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, he believes that the number is still good enough to bet. And... It does get into a a more philosophical betting question. Not really philosophical, but it, it's a, always an interesting betting question of, hey, the number is probably off. Do you bet every number that's always off? So I think he's probably right. It probably is a little off. Does that mean you're still going to bet it, though? It only takes one loss. Only takes one loss. Only takes one th- or I tooth. I couldn't even say Or three. <laughs> and then a fornd. That's all it takes. But I'm just saying that, so that is, and, and I'm not saying he's wrong. He's not wrong about the number. But the question is, do you still put money behind that, even though you think you have a theoretical edge there? Yeah. And so, you know, again, you know where I stand on it. So we'll see game four tonight. Heat favored by one and a half, as opposed to them being four and a half point dogs at close in game three. Heat now one and a half point favorites, two sixteen and a half. and a half, the total. You betting anything here tonight, Kelly? 
I've already got the heat. I haven't made the bet yet, but I I think I'll be on the heat. I'm just I don't think there's any reason to rush that this is still just like game three. It seems like Celtics are taking money here. So. You think this will be a Celtics being the favorite by game time, by tip off? No, I don't think we'll go that far. Okay. I don't right. think could it be pick them? Maybe. I already got the heat minus one. And I got the heat plus one ninety nine for the series, which I made before game two. I'm ready to go. Let's let's wrap this up just like the Nuggets did last night. Uh, let's talk some baseball. Mark Borcher joins us from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert at Base Winter, BaseWinter.com. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. Uh-oh. Joe, I don't know about you. I'm enjoying uh, the season quite a bit. So Quite a bit. And from a betting perspective, from a fan perspective, or both? Both. Both. I, I mean, I think that uh, for me, I'm doing – some things differently just just from a data preparation it's just easier for me so personally but as a fan I, I the games are better to watch i mean and it's it doesn't seem like they had to do too much to change it they just made a couple tweaks and i think that it's almost perfect right now almost perfect wow i think i think that's a consensus thought right like all that talk about rule changes kind of went by the wayside after a week of watching this i don't think anybody has a real big problem with any of it and uh, quicker- only thing that I would request from Major League Baseball is to kind of, you know, disclose what's going on with the baseball. I, I mean, I understand there's there's like inherent issues with with a natural substance, uh, you know, cowhide making making that consistent. But it, try to do your best as far as like, you know, letting the betters and the, and the fantasy players know kind of what's going on with the ball. So when they take care of that, it's, it's going to be. I mean, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You. They're never yeah. going to tell you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe, you know, we, we said that they're they're never going to do instant replay. They did. They, we, we said they're never going to do the automated strike zone. I think that's going to happen. So um, it might just take a while. And I you, then the question is, well, how? why did it take so long? Just like the rule changes. So Joe. first quarter, roughly, of the season, um, more prolific offensive run environment, less than normal? Where where do you stand on oh, it? Four point. 4.58 runs, yeah. It's, it's up about, uh, well, it's almost to the 2019 levels or right around the 2019 levels, but in a better way. You know, you're just, yeah. you're still, you're getting, you're getting some interesting games. I mean, for sure. Uh, and uh, I mean, like, you know, what's amazing about this year is as good as Tampa Bay is, Baltimore's right up there with them. So I think that's exciting. You got, you got some, a really good young team with Baltimore and, and with, with the here in, in Phoenix with the, uh, with the diamondbacks as well. Do you feel the Orioles success is sustainable? Absolutely. I think that, uh, them, they have a 70 for, for me, they have a 75% chance to make the playoffs. Mm. Uh, and they're priced in the market right now at minus 125. And I think what kind of is surprising or maybe unknown at, at this point, maybe we talked about it a little bit last time, but the, the strength of the Baltimore bullpen and uh, they're number two by my ratings and, and that back end that Bautista is almost unhittable. And then they've got, uh, if you don't know now, now it's Cano. Uh, it, he's the, he's the setup eight guy. He's really good too. So, um, you know, that's, uh, yeah, I definitely think it's sustainable. I think that, that, uh, you know, Starting pitching is not the greatest, but but the other components of the team are excellent. Yep. And you like the underbelly, as you like to call it, of the bullpen as well. So uh, let me just say this. The, the Orioles, for those of a certain age, this was one of the great franchises in baseball, right? There was something called the Orioles way. They were always a World Series guy. Not always, but the 70s and 80s, they were certainly World Series contenders. They had a flare-up in the 90s when they got a bunch of free agents as well where they were a World Series contender. 
Um, but, you know, a generation knows them as being an also-ran. So this is a huge thing for that region of the country. And again, for those of us who grew up in D.C. who are Orioles fans, we always love to see this. So let me, let's do some rapid fire. I mentioned this yesterday. Cardinals, plus 220 to win the NL Central. You're all about the Cardinals. Would you bet that right now? Absolutely. I've got it priced at minus 107. Ooh. And you think, well... Well, you know, and I only have them winning 84 games, which is interesting. But the, but the next team, I think, is the Cubs at, at 82. So, like, the rest of that division is is not very good, Gil. All right. I'm going to throw some stuff at you that uh, you may or may not have delved into. If you had to pick an American or if you had to bet an American League Cy Young player right now, pitcher, who would it be? Joey. At 7-1, to one, you'll take that still at that number. Yeah, I think that he just does things. I mean, he makes guys just look foolish, Gil. I, I don't. And I'm not sold on Cole either. So Cole is, is the favorite right now. And he's got problems with giving up power. And I think that's going to settle in here. So Shohei's going to win MVP and Cy Young, you think? Oh, that'd be nice for me personally. Yeah. But uh, Cy Young I, I, I can see it happening. I really can. I really can, Gil. How about National League Cy Young, where it's much closer in terms of the, uh, the betting numbers? Well, Strider's amazing. So I, I think that, you know, Strider's my guy, at least. Strider right now at plus 225 at DraftKings. Zach Gallen, the short shot there at plus 190. I shouldn't say much. I shouldn't say much closer because everybody else is double digits, actually, in the National League. And we have in the American League, uh, in single digits, we have uh, three guys in Cole, McClanahan, and Otani. Real quick, I don't know if you delve into Rookie of the Year as well. Uh, we have a, a, you know, a big sort of, you know, distancing himself is Masa, Masataka Yoshida, who's at plus 120 in the American League. Is there another player that you would take a flyer on there? I can't tell you about the rookie of the year, Gil. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't handicap it. Okay. And National League is super tight. I won't ask you about that as well. What do you have today on today's card? What do you got? Well, we just talked about Spencer Strider, so I'm going to go with him in a parlay. Um, you know, the, the numbers for Strider are still really good. I know he's had a couple outings where he didn't get a win, but he's at 42.7 strikeout percentage last 150 plate appearances. His ISO power allowed is, is elite at 0.097 ISO allowed 98th percentile. And he's coming up against a guy, Bobby Miller is who I have for the Dodgers uh, as the pitcher. And, and I've actually like Bobby Miller's projections, but I mean, there's still a huge disparity. I think that you can, uh, you know, call the rest of this game. Even I I would say that the Braves are a little bit better than the Dodgers. They have a little bit higher projected run differential than the Dodgers do by my ratings, but they're still really close teams. So I'm going to put that t uh, in a parlay with the Phillies. And it's basically I'm playing against uh, Ryan Nelson, the starting pitcher. I'm not really impressed with him. 21% worse than an average pitcher. Uh, if you look at his strikeout percentage, that's super low at 16.7%. And he also gives up a lot of power, 0.176 ISO allowed. So Putting that in a parlay, uh, Braves minus 192, Phillies minus 131, and you, you'll get a return of plus 168 on that particular game, Gil. The old two-team parlay from Mark Borchard. All right, so you said Orioles to make the playoffs is a bet. Cardinals to win the NL Central is a bet. Is there another bet that I didn't get to that you like in any market? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm playing against the Diamondbacks, uh, but I, I like them to make the playoffs. I have them at 70% to make the playoffs and then they're getting plus one Oh five at DraftKings. So I think that's another to make the playoff 
team. Um, they've really sh they've shown a lot offensively. Uh, you talk about separating the underbelly from the, from the top end of the bullpen. The top end of that that team's bullpen is really really good. And of course, you just mentioned Zach Gallen. Uh, he he is arguably a Cy Young candidate. I think that he's legitimately though. And uh, uh, then they have Merrill Kelly, who's who's better than serviceable. I think that their starting pitching uh, needs needs a little bit of help on the on the bottom end of it, but definitely they're a good enough team to make the playoffs. And I think you're getting value there, Gil. And once again, Mark Borchard, not enough Giants magic in his model. The Giants, 23 and 24. Mark, how do they do it? Well, I have them. I don't know what they're priced in the market right now, Gil, to make the playoffs, but I have them with a better than 50% chance. So I guess if you get plus money on Stop them, then go with it. Let's go. Magic. Thank you, Mark. Always appreciate it, man. Oh, love being on. Thanks a lot. Mark Borchard at Base Winner. Basewinner.com. And he does his, uh, his thing with uh, Jason Weingarten over there at uh, BetUS as well, we should point out. Yeah, new show they got going, right? Yeah, man. <sighs> I only loved him for more than a decade. Good choices by those guys. We'll come back. NFL, best record, worst record. We got thoughts. Next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. game. <laughs> <laughs> Back on a numbers game, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data.
That's the current. Putting bets. Uh-huh. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that Visa is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Let's pull back the curtain. What happened there? Technical difficulties. <laughs> we back. We back. By the way, we get tweets at beating the book. This is Scott. He says, I wonder how long it'll take before dirty data becomes part of the handicapping vernacular, like sprinkle and plinko and pull back the curtain. Yeah, man. I know. Um, and on and on with the tweets. We appreciate it. Oh, Master of Puppets. Uh, people are still talking about the LeBron thing. Master of Puppets says, he goes, uh, please rewatch the end. The game ended on the Denver side. Uh, LeBron started to walk away and went back and hugged several Nugget players. And then he adds, in all fairness, I think he was just going to leave, but realized he probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, that, if that's really what happened, that's what it sounds like. That yeah. makes sense to me. More than I'm out of here. Wait, Wait this a minute. Isn't gonna look. People like Gilly Gil talk about me. Kill me tomorrow morning. Yeah, I better, better dap up some people. Uh, some NFL news. Chargers running back Austin Eckler, who had requested a trade in the offseason, is now staying in L.A. with close to $2 million in incentives added to his deal this season. That uh, from a source telling ESPN's Adam Schefter. Eckler, who recently turned 28, will be a free agent after this season. So Eckler staying with the Charge. Did, did that not seem light? Like, light in incentives? Yeah, like like for to make a whole big to-do about like trade me and yada yada, like all they had to do is toss two million in incentives, right? So it's not even guaranteed money or anything. Mama don't let your babies grow up to be running backs. No. It's not worth it. Really isn't. I think you're kind of right on that. Doesn't feel hefty enough. Yeah. Okay, I'll stay. That was like I, I was putting that in, I was putting that in the rundown this morning. And I'm like kind of reread it and I'm like two million incentives. It's like when you threatened to leave and I gave you a ten dollar bill and you're like I'll stay. <laughs> you're okay. like all right, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. Thanks, Gil. <laughs> I'm storming out of here. <laughs> I'm going to a different ten bucks. Okay. What if I pulled out a Hamilton? <laughs> you're like I'll stick around. Love you. Uh, what, was uh, it? Right <laughs> of the Roxbury. <laughs> That's right. How about another Jefferson? <laughs> no, 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 another Washington. <laughs> Uh, the NFL, now this is uh, in, in flex news, the NFL is going to have the uh, capacity to flex a limited number of late season Thursday night football games on the Amazon Prime network, uh, so, excuse me, on the Amazon Prime streaming platform, let me be accurate, according to a resolution approved by NFL owners Monday at a close vote on the first day of their spring meetings. Now let's uh, break this down just a little bit. So this applies to weeks 13 through 17, the final, uh, excuse me, the final five weeks no, five of the last six weeks. It doesn't apply to the last week because there's no Thursday night. But so weeks 13 through 17, talking Seahawks, Cowboys, Patriots, Steelers, Chargers, Raiders, Saints, Rams. Oh, that's totally getting flexed. Flex. Time to have. Oh, never mind. Uh, Jets, Browns also uh, among the eligible games to get flexed. Now, here's the fine print. The league must inform the teams involved no later. I think what they mean is no sooner than 28 days in advance of the event. So four weeks is the deadline to say your game's getting flexed. Remember, this was the one that uh, a, a few of the owners were just like, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. Yeah, where are we at with flexing now? So are Monday nights, are we still locked in? I can't keep up with it. I can't keep up with it either. Right? Like, I can't. I, yep. I, re- I really can't. I think those are still locked in and everything else is flexible. Sunday's flexible for sure. But remember, this is the one where Giants, the Giants' John Mara was adamantly opposed 
to mm-hmm. the, the proposed. By the way, there were the eight, 24 to 8 was how it passed. Yes. They needed 24. The teams that objected. Yeah, it passed by one vote. Giants, Jets, Packers, Bears, Raiders, Lions, Bengals, Steelers. They didn't want any part of this. Remember, Giants owner John Mara said it was abusive to fans when it was initially brought up in March. Just make the schedule and play it. Bet he had a problem with LeBron. It is tough. I mean, I, I like the idea of flexing games for, for TV viewing audiences, but it is really tough to, I mean, manage a stadium schedule. And then they got, well, also, forget stadium schedule, but people, like, make plans. No, th- th- I mean, that's part of what I meant, but yeah. Yeah. Because, yes, you have to, you're making plans for a specific weekend to go to that game. Especially if it's a destination like Las Vegas. I can understand why Mark Davis was like, I don't like this. Because people make plans for Las Vegas destination, you know, for, oh, my team's playing in Las yeah. Vegas. I'll definitely play this. Uh, guess great what? Point. Guess what? Your game is uh, not being played there anymore. Yeah, great point. And if we're always talking about the kids, I mean, this is like the worst thing, right? Yeah. Like you flex, you flex from Sunday to Thursday night. Like if it's a Thursday night on the East Coast, that kid's going to bed at 1 a.m. Yeah. Get up for school in four hours. By the way, there's also, uh, you know, there's also stipulations in addition to this. I don't want to bore you with flex details, but it's sort of like hard knocks. Remember hard knocks. If you're a team on hard knocks, you have to meet. If you made the playoffs, you're, you're, you can, you know, take a pass. You're exempt. If you've been on it before, you can, you know, so there's all these things that comes down like, oh, these four teams could possibly play on hard knocks. Well, this is in addition to the 28 day notice. This is also teams can only be flexed to Thursday once during the season and cannot play two on the road, but also cannot exceed more than two Thursday games during the season. There's, I mean, a whole bunch of that too. So there you go. I don't know if that's going to work so well. <laughs> we'll see. But, you know, again, for, for our buddies over at Circa, for Derek Stevens and crew, that wreaks havoc on Survivor. Yeah. Because if you're trying to plan it out... Maybe you're eliminating Thursday games in your head, and I don't know. It could. I mean, let's just put it this way: it's it another could. thing to mess around. Yeah, it, with right. It's another thing that yeah. you you have to have in mind. Okay, uh, you can bet on all kinds of things in the NFL offseason. How about best record and worst record? This is always fun to look at. Best record. We'll start there. We'll work our way up to the much more interesting worst record. But to have the most regular season wins is what we're specifically saying. To have the most regular season wins. You know, that plays out like it normally would. Chiefs, the short shot. Eagles right behind them at 5-1. to one. Chiefs are 4-1. to one. Eagles 5-1. to one. This is at uh, DraftKings, by the way. Bengals and Bills plus 750. Niners 8-1. And then the double-digit parade begins with the Cowboys at 11-1. to one. So, I mean, that's standard. Yeah, I mean, it's so like, I don't know. If I had to make a bet here, yes. probably be Jacks, where I'd, pick, I'd take a longer shot, and they they run through the AFC South and the NFC South, and maybe they're in the mix with some of these other teams. But I think it's it's what you're getting at, of like what percent chance do the Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, or Bills end up with the best record in the NFL? Pretty darn good. Pretty darn good, yeah. right? Now, and, and I can't tell you which one. Yeah. <laughs> but let's put it this way. I mean, we listen, we fill content. There's a lot of bets we talk about. Sometimes... We just talk about them just to say, I wouldn't make a bet here. And I wouldn't on this, especially when we're talking about holding your money for a whole season. Now, odds to have the, the fewest regular season wins. I got a couple bets here. That's a different story. Because you could see this turning badly for a lot of, by the way, the Cardinals, should the Cardinals be this short of a shot? I don't think so. I mean, no. two to one, you can't bet <laughs> two that. Two to one, you can't bet that. <laughs> no. Uh, but then you have the Texans at eight to one. 
CJ Stroud and the Texans. Eight to one. Uh, Buccaneers, nine to one. Baker Mayfield, uh, we're assuming. Shall we assume such things? Rams are 10 to one. Will the Rams go into the uh, tank fest here? Commodores are 10 to one. By the way, it's still going to be called the Commodores by that point, the Commodes? What's that? I don't know. You uh, think they're I'm, changing again? I'm, I'm hearing it's the commanders in my ear. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think if I'm the new owner, that's my first order of business. Is changing it? Yes. Immediately. What about what about the logo? Yeah, I don't want a taco holder logo. Okay. Hogs. Something that tips a cap to the history. Raiders 12 to 1. Colts 12 to 1. I asked Wes Reynolds about that yesterday. He didn't like that. Titans 14 to 1. Patriots 15 to 1. What's the bet? You have to bet one. Raiders. I like the Raiders and the Titans on this list. I think it's Raiders team. I like a lot, of, I like a I lot of these. They're pretty bad. Raiders? Yes. And Jimmy G, like, I think Jimmy G needs four more weapons of what that team has to actually and to actually have a really good season. Yeah, we've At never. that kind of number, I think that's a decent bet. Worst, it, worst group of skilled players around Jimmy G ever as a group, you think? Yes. And the Raiders have some skilled players that are really good, but not as much in volume as his previous Niners teams. And the Titans, you don't know what they're going to do. They can screw around with quarterback, I, right? I think Titans 14-1 to 1 seems pretty juicy. Sorry, Tennessee fans. I, mean, I don't think Ryan Tannehill makes it through the season. So at some point, you're making the switch. You're probably going to Levis. And how much success is he going to have? It's not going to be the, the commodes. I don't but, think so either. Yeah. The only tough part about the Titans, uh, about the Titans bet, is that they play in such a bad division, and they're playing the NFC South too on the NFC side, side which is a bad division. You know what we did mention? Could you? Could it be Bill Belichick and the Patriots? Oh, fifteen to one. That would be my third bet. <laughs> that certainly would be a fun bet, wouldn't it? Speaking about it, tough division competition, the inverse of what you were talking about before. Interesting to bet on that one. Chris the Andrews in studio next. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Become a Visa Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show host and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our Visa.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top Visa experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which Visa expert has the hot hand for Visa Pro picks. Betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We get tweets at Beanie the Book, Andy V at Andy Vigil. Uh, he points out, Kelly says, can someone please give Jokic props defensively for what he did on AD? AD shot under 50% for the series. Jokic looks slow as molasses and stiff, but he can move. And JVT chiming in from the rafters. We talked about it on our Hardwood Handicappers. Hardwood handicappers available where all podcasts are distributed. Visa.com slash podcast. Yeah, you, there might be a, Do you think it was more Jokic defense or the fact that AD is just so schizophrenic that he cannot be counted on for any sort of consistency? Both. Okay. It's a good answer. I know it's a cop-out answer, but it's totally both. Well, that works. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to kick it with Chrissy. Chris Andrews. And we have intro music. Or do we? Yes, we do. Yeah. Kick it with Chrissy. <laughs> Nothing tells my story like that music. Can I, can I, can I? <laughs> on, on a brick wall. What Christy Andrews has done all his life. Tagging. Shh. Let me ask you a question. How are you feeling? The Lakers get swept. I know you've come on this show and others saying that the, the liability here was pronounced. I'll use oh, that yeah. word. Yeah. On the Lakers. And yeah. now 
you correctly uh, sort of managed that it, you, you sort of thought it wouldn't happen. They fall by the wayside. You're feeling good, I would imagine, this morning. Yeah, I am. You know, it was one of those things, too. You know, kind of, listen, in this business, you, you put your butt on the line quite a bit. You know, that's just the nature of it. You know, and I was sharing, you know, our exposure with with Michael and some of the other guys, the higher-ups. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Try it. You know, and I knocked off, you know, you know, I knocked off a bit, but it was still well, you know, well into six figures. Yeah. Now that it's over, would you like to share the exact dollar figure with all of us? No. Okay. Just curious. But, uh, but I knocked off quite. But I kept telling him, I said, you know, I got. This is when we got to the to the semifinals. And you know, I said, we got three really good teams going for us. I, you know, they're all pretty good. I mean, they're all good teams. Well, the Celtics haven't played so good, but you know, good results for us. Let's. I said, I, I think we we could gamble with it a little bit, and uh, you know, it's nice to be proven right. Vegas Golden Knights have liability for you, but not anything close to that. Nothing close to that. You know, Michael asked me, like, how much? And I give him the number. I said, eh, we lose that every night. Don't worry about yeah. it. You know, he just kind of laughs. But it's true. The the liability is not so great, and it does fill this place up. It's great for the town. Uh Listen, I hope they go to a game seven and Florida beats them. Is really you know, that's, that's the, the main thing. That that in Florida is like great for us. Nobody bet them all year, and they're I mean they're great. They're playing great hockey right now. And by nobody, you might mean nobody. I, you know, uh, I can't tell you the ticket count, but I can tell you it's really low. Really low. Yeah. Wow. How unVegasy of you, but I understand. What? Yeah, what they're still losing the seventh game of the Stanley Cup Finals to what? Florida. I get it. Yeah. So does the so obviously their first year, the Vegas Golden Knights' first year, yeah. all anybody could talk about yeah. here was, oh my God, people had five hundred to one tickets. They were framing them. They didn't even want to cash them. Two hundred to one, all the way, and they'd be just betting them every night. And they got all the way, and the Caps beat them in yeah. five. Is is does it feel at all like that this time around? Well, not quite, but obviously without the five hundreds and the two hundreds. But I'm yeah. just saying, the volume daily. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, we really, we get a lot of business. Now, the only thing is now, you know, I think the whole hockey market has grown so much. I get a lot of guys, I get a lot of good two-way action. And of course the public's all over the nights, but uh, you know, the sharper betters are coming in, taking value or at least perceived value the other way. So it's been, it's been great for business. It's really uh, been a tremendous handle for us. So, um, you know, no complaint. Listen, if they win, they win, you know, but uh, but it's it's been great for the town. It's not quite the same as it was what it was it five years ago or whatever. But it's it's pretty close. There's a lot of excitement. The PGA Championship that just went by in golf. Obviously, we've always talked about how the Masters, because it has a whole winter of people mm-hmm. betting into it, is king in golf. PGA uh, bigger than it ever was before. The same, less was it bigger no, than it's been because it's I, been. I, the the calendar change really helped that quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, from the from the last major, yeah, from the, the last, last major, major to like the the, the second, I guess. Yeah. You know, so I think it really uh, it's you know a good spot on the calendar. You know, I, I'm not sure why they had it so late all that all those other years, but this was definitely a really good move for them. And our handle this year was exceptional. <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of guys had Kepka, you know, so we didn't do so great. But the yeah. the excitement was there, and it was a great tournament. So the one thing that I know that you still bet enthusiastically is horse racing. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring this up is not to in any way, you know, expose, uh, you know, something that, that you have regrets about, but it's interesting because this applies to sports betting as well. After the Kentucky Derby, we had, uh, yeah, I know you had mage. Yeah. Chris Felica came on and he was talking about how 
he regrets not sort of handicapping from scratch once there were scratches. Right. You have regrets here on the Preakness. What were they? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, it was once the, the outside horse got, I can't remember his name, uh, Brad Cox's horse, a good dolphin owned horse. I thought that he, with his scratch and I, you know, I heard Cox they're they are not happy about the scratch. They felt that he was fine to run, but I thought that really changed the nature of the race. Uh, Baffert's horse, you know, I think, you know, Baffert's horses traditionally, you know, go to the front or lay right off the pace. You were talking about first mission, first mission. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, um, when he scratched, uh, I thought Baffert's horse was going to have a really easy time making the lead. The only horse I thought might go out with him was Coffee with Chris, who was just not a very good horse. And you could see he had very soft fractions. He went the six furlongs in 113. We're in the Derby. I think it was like 110 and something, you know. So, you know, I, I thought the race set up very well for him, not so much for Mage, who needed a quick pace out front in order to catch uh, – some of the some of the front runners in the stretch. I thought Mage ran a good race, but it was hard for me to get off Mage. He was so good to me in the Derby. But I think I and I'll tell it. You know, I, I bet a hundred to win on Mage. You know, not a very big bet. Yeah. You know, I mean, so but I, and I used uh, National Treasure. I had some pick threes. They didn't pay much, but at least I had them. You know, got a little bit back. I didn't hit the exacta because I used National Treasure and Mage in the exacta. I didn't hit that. But um, you know, it's just one of those things where. It's the psychology of betting. You've mentioned it a million uh, times, too, how this is just such a great profile on the human condition, what goes on here. And, you know, it, it's, you know. Uh, the regrets, the missed opportunities. Yeah. yeah. You, know, the, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I remember, I've done seminars here you know, with people from out of other regulators, operators, things like that. They always go, what's your biggest loss? And I could tell you it like that. What's your biggest win? Oh, my God. I have no idea. I have no idea. I've had some, obviously, you're mm-hmm. in this business a long time, had some good wins. I can't tell you my biggest win, but I can tell you my my biggest loss, you know, because that, that just etches itself in your mind. What was your biggest loss? 2001 Super Bowl, the uh, Titans and Rams. Oh, as a bookmaker was your biggest loss. As a bookmaker and as a better oh. and as anything else you want to put in there. Really? It was a lot of money, yeah. A, a seven-point win for the Rams against the Titans, one yard away from tying it yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, it's still painful to this day. Yeah. It was bad. Um, who's going to win the Belmont? Who are you betting on in the Belmont? Do you know? Obviously, we don't have the numbers yet, but who are you thinking about? Um, well, I think Mage still, you know, if he runs, going to still be right there. Um, I, I have to look because one of the things that, that I've used in the Belmont – and it's worked out well for me over the years is a lot of times, you know, that's another one where everybody, it's a mile and a half, everybody's looking at closers and all that. A lot of times a, a speed horse can steal it from the front. A lot of times mm. that's happened, you know. So, I mean, every time, obviously not. But a lot of times the speed gets overlooked and there's great value in the speed and the speed can hold on at Belmont because everybody, you know, I talk about 113 in the Preakness was a slow time. 113 in the Belmont, would be like a pretty good time. Now, of course, Secretary did it in 109, which is, you know. You still get chills watching that, by the way? 
forget chills. There's times I get tears in my eyes still watching it. My wife will come in the office. She'll see me sitting there in front of my computer, tears running down my cheek. She'll say, what? You're it, watching Secretariat it films is again. I say, yeah, watch. you're right. I am. It is amazing. The Belmont specifically is it, amazing It's just to watch. unbelievable. It's, yeah. you know, I mean, I, it, that's one of those. I, I mean, they, they have a better chance of beating Cy Young's 511 wins <laughs> than they right. do of outrunning Secretariat in the Belmont. Kornheiser, I remember when they did the 100 best athletes thing at ESPN years mm-hmm. ago, and he had Secretariat at number one in that list. Depends on how you define athletes. That's, that's I exactly think, what you he know? said. So because we don't have a possibility of a triple crown winner, and I know you, you sports and race are, are separated yeah. here at the South Point, but what would you estimate is the, the drop-off in handle as a result of that? Well, the Derby is just always such a huge race. Uh, but I can tell you this, and I hope I'm not speaking out of school here, but we had the biggest Preakness handle ever. 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 Without a big California horse or, you know, all that other stuff. And that's just because the profile. For the day, for the whole day. You just think because the profile of sports betting has risen and therefore horse racing as well has sort of drift from that? I I hope so because horse racing has definitely gone down quite a bit since I got here. Oh, you've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. More with Chrissy. He's going to stick around for another segment. Just riffing. See what's on his mind. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> A numbers game on v 
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, Christy Andrews, who runs the South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook right behind us here at the lovely South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip. So now that it's a basketball and hockey are uh, obviously getting to the the respective finals. Mm-hmm. Soon they will both be done, even though, like, with basketball, there's a break. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your, like, after that, it's obviously baseball grind every day. But what are you looking forward to this summer where you're like, this could be a thing? Could the Women's World Cup be a thing? Will you, oh, yeah. Like, how big of a thing? That you'll oh, notice God. it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think the Women's World Cup, you know, because... Um, you know, I mean, first of all, the U.S. team is terrific, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's going to that really garner a lot of interest. And, uh, and you know, to tell you the truth, they, they they play a pretty good game of soccer, you know. I mean, they, you know, they're they're good. I, I mean, you know, women's athletes from where they were, like when I was a kid, to, to where they are now, I mean, it's dramatically, exponentially different and better, you know. So, I mean, yeah, they they, they – you know, they play a good game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I like watching, like, the best teams play. Yeah. But and I think these these girls, uh, these ladies play a, a great game of soccer. And, and if the U.S. is good in either international men's or women's play for two weeks, we uh, become very patriotic. Sure. And uh, then if they lose, we just forget about it overnight kind of thing. But as long as it's going on, we're super into it. Yeah, and there's not that much else on the calendar, right. really. You know, I mean, you get to grind the baseball, but, I mean, they play for, what, seven months now, you know. They play forever. What about so when when we had the college the women's college basketball final four and Caitlin Clark mm-hmm. uh, was capturing the attention of everybody and obviously uh, you know the big streak from South Carolina ended and uh, LSU ends up winning it we sort of came on the air we had never talked about women's college basketball right, before sure. but we were like this was really awesome yeah this sort of captured our attention and maybe what it was we're just sort of theorizing um, that. You know, it took a generation for this to manifest. And now what we're seeing is these young girls, um, super skill, you know, the skill level is is noticeably more awesome in the next generation yeah. from what it might have been a generation ago. Do you think that the WNBA now will catch some of this drift upward and that betting will follow suit in a way that it hasn't before, well, meaning more widespread? Yeah, I hope so, because anything that we have to put on our menu that is going to draw attention, draw action is great. So far, the WNBA has not done that, but it has grown. There's no doubt. And, uh, you know, some of the women's sports, you know, we mentioned soccer, we can mention, uh, mention basketball. Even if you watch like the college uh, softball, mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of played the game right. You know what I mean? Very fundamentally sound. Whereas a lot of the men's games, you know, just pick a sport you know, they, they've gone away a lot from the fundamentals in a lot of ways. And 
Uh, you know, I think that's hurt the game. And, you know, I've heard, uh, you know, and you would know more baseball than I would, certainly. But a lot of, the, like, the Asian leagues, when they see the way the major leagues play, like, it's not with the same passion. And passion's not the right word. But the fundamentals are gone. It's like kind of a different game. I heard one Japanese guy uh, describe it. He goes, it's like swinging a rusty gate. You know, it, it, it works, but not the way it should when he's talking about baseball. And I think that uh, a lot of women's sports kind of fall into that same category where they're still playing the game, uh, you know, fundamentally sound in the way that, that you know, it was probably played, you know, going way back, you know, but you know, not that far back. You know, I'd, I'd say things started changing baseball-wise probably like in the 70s, you know, basketball, you know, probably, you know, the 80s, something like that. And football, I mean, it's like a totally different game. Well, women aren't playing football, but the game's totally different than what it was like when I grew up. You know, so I think we've gone away, men's sports in a lot of ways have gone away from that, that fundamentally sound uh, ethos, and it's just gone in a different direction where the women's sports have not done that yet. Kelly just sent this to me. This is, uh, you want to read this, Kelly? It's from Tom Pellicero and a little NFL rule change here. Yeah, more NFL owners' meetings. Uh, rule change is going on. The owners approved the resolution putting the ball in the 25 yard line following a fair catch on a kickoff, uh, according to Tom Pellicero's sources, but I've seen multiple reports at this point. Uh, as he notes, special teams coordinator's not happy about it. Not happy, but it's happening. It's happening. So there you go. Fair catch. The 20th. probably knew it was coming. I mean, right? It was. Yeah, I think we all kind of knew it was coming. Yeah, we all knew it was coming on what grounds? Because because why? Because <laughs> I heard Pat McAfee complaining about oh, it. Oh, okay. You know, so yeah. you know, he he seemed to be pretty well uh, wired into all that, especially the special team stuff. You know, so uh, I you know him uh, bitching about it the last couple of days kind of alerted me. Like, oh yeah, I guess this looks like it's going to happen. He was not happy at all. And what we we saw it move up to the thirty-five. They just want to take kickoffs out of the game. Oh, it's been legislated against for years. Absolutely. Um, which, by the way, makes it super rare when something big time does happen on yeah. on a uh, on such a play. Um, you know what I hate is the onside kick rule. You have to have five guys on either side of the kicker. Me too. I hate that. I mean, it takes away almost any possibility of converting an onside mm-hmm. kick. Yeah. Well, I know the safety of the players. I get that. But if you're that concerned about safety, you, your you, big mistake was starting to play football in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> That's your, your, big, your big mistake was that your parents let you do this yeah, to begin right. with many years ago. Um, okay, so elephant in the room then. Because when Vinny used to be here every week, I used to always get into it with him about tennis. Talk about things to bet on. Yeah. Do you think that you will, like the French Open is coming up this coming week. Yeah. I, I want to say that you would put up lines starting in the quarters, maybe. Well, I'll tell you, that's, you know, I always say we we are subject to the same economic rules that the rest of the world is subject to, supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't just put up something and say, here's the supply. You know, you're going to, but, you, but, but if it, there's demand that equals the supply, then we'll start doing it. And I got to tell you, the demand for tennis has grown. You've actually been a part of that, I think, really. I, Seriously. I, I hope so. You know, I, but, but let me just ask you this, and I'm not trying to be like flippant with you or anything. How, how is that demand communicated to you? I get people asking me about it, you know, or, you know, my supervisors, you know, I'm not out on the front lines all that much, but I still talk to people and I see stuff on Twitter and, because don't, know, don't I mean, you feel like there's an element of if you build it, they will come, though, as well? 
to a certain point, yes. But think of some stupid. You know, there's probably a, a lot of stupid products out there that have never flown. Yeah. But the supply was there. The demand was not there. I'm yeah. always reminded of the Steve Jobs quote, though, where he's like, "They, the customer doesn't know what they want." A lot of ways, that's true. Yeah. A lot of ways, that's true. Absolutely. Um, but I don't know. I'd have to stop and think of some of the stupid, uh, stupid. Uh, you know, products that just never flew, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, well, let's start with the Edsel, you know, how did that go? <laughs> you know, I well, mean, the major company, this big promote is one of the classic failures of all time. Boy, everyone, they still talk about the Edsel. The Edsel, the person, you know, the family that came up with the Edsel, they're like, can they just get about the poor Edsel? Edsel Ford? It was named after him too. <laughs> um, one thing you have done traditionally here, which people might be surprised about is you've always at the South Point done a lot of college world series mm. year after year after year. Yeah. Uh, we talk about it here on this show all the time. We had a big bet on it last year, 100 to one shot on Ole Miss, uh, not here at your shop. Um, how does that do for you? Like, just compare it to something else. Um, compared to, I don't know, what's a comp for it in oh, terms man. of overall handle? Like, do you have a stream of people coming in here or is it the same 10 dudes every year? It's probably the same guys, but, you know, it, there's definitely like an energy in the room. Oh, like when these sure. games are playing, it's awesome. You know that that's, you know, listen. That's the philosophy of the South Point. You know, we want we want action. We want energy. You know, we we want to see people in it. That's why Michael gone has the only buffet in town. You know, stuff like that. You know, we still pay uh, uh, three to two on blackjack. Where everybody else paying six to five. You know, all that kind of stuff just brings in people, and this does create an energy. So I'd have to look at the figures to make a, a reasonable comparison. Hmm. I don't think the figures are that high. Interesting, but, but the energy level is. So that's a very honest answer, though, because that's the first time I've ever heard it couched that way. Which is so. Let's just take that versus women's tennis. You, because of the energy level in the room, you'd rather have you know, an LSU-Auburn game in the College World Series versus Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova taking on <laughs> just got Linda Fruvertova because it's just the energy isn't the same, even though you might have a bigger handle on that tournament after all is said and done. That's pretty yeah, honest. Yeah, maybe. Listen, okay. you've had me on this show yeah. how many times. I've always tried to give you an honest answer. Yeah, and if I can't you. answer you, I'll tell you I can't answer. Listen, but I try to be honest. People say things about you. Dishonest is not one of them. I try not to be. Chrissy Andrews, everybody. My Mishbucha, running the South Point. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 